What's Brewing ATX? Glad to have you back with us this Thanksgiving week. I am Jonathan Ratcliffe sharing this hosting experience with my buddy Greg Carlson. Howdy. And we are super thankful this week to have all of our listeners and to be on our 37th episode. Today we're excited to have on the show Ruby Cloutier, is that how you say it? That's right. right. Who, yeah. is, who is an interior designer and home stager. How do you, what would you go by? How would you say? Um, both, I guess. I started as home staging and now more I'm so design, more so interior design, but still own the staging business. Okay, cool. Well, we're excited to have you here. Thank you for joining Thank us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course, as always, be sure to follow us on Instagram at What's Brewing ATX. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Give us that five-star rating if we deserve it. We're always looking for suggestions from viewers on topics, and let us know if you'd like to be a guest or know someone who may be a good fit. And be sure to stick around for the weekly brew at the end of the episode, where Ruby is going to tell us a little bit about what's going on with the Austin market. Greg, what are we sipping on today? I'm glad you asked. Picture this. It's cold outside. There's frost on the windows. You can hear the cedar trees creaking in the wind. So painting the picture, I love it. <laughs> the roads are nearly empty because everyone's home, snuggled up in front of the fire wearing their favorite flannel attire. <laughs> What's missing? You guessed it. A nice hot cup of Merit coffee. Mm. Merit has three Austin locations and offers seven different roasts. CEO Robbie and Nisha Grubbs stated, we're traveling the world building direct trade relationships, and bringing back extraordinarily good beans to roast, grind, brew, and sell. By personally sourcing beans from all around the world, we take responsibility for the quality of the coffee in your cup. Make sure to check them out on Instagram at Merit Coffee. Let's drink. And, and this place is awesome. You yeah. said it this morning. When you go there, it's like oh, a cool so setting. Cool. Yeah. They even sell a lot of coffee to other yeah. coffee shops in town. So oh, no like they're selling, or they're, you know, other coffee shops are selling Merit coffee. So it's kind of cool that, you know, is these guys. The yeah, that's, that's really cool. South, South first. Uh, South Lamar, there's one. South they're Lamar, yeah. yes. I think, I've, I think I've been there, actually. Right next door to, what's the name of that, uh, that bar? Gibson? Gibson, Gibson Street. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. It's a cool yeah. little spot. Yeah. So Ruby's got a latte. It looks really fancy. And it's fancy. delicious. I love it. Just you, a you really regular latte? Just a regular latte. Right. Yeah. And we have just, I don't know. The black coffee. So who knows where it's roasted from? Or yeah. Because they've got seven. Yeah. Wow. Well, we'll find out what their house one is. I threw a little bit of oat milk in here. I like it's it. Creamer. It's good. Mm. good oat milk? Oat milk. Creamer, yeah. Nice. Non-dairy, yeah. you know, good stuff. Yeah. A little bit of honey, too. That's how I take it. Where do you get it? Um, I think Whole Foods, I got that one. So the oat milk and then... Have you tried the picnic one? Yes. Yeah. Do you like that one? I Is think it so. similar to that? I can't remember how that okay. one tastes. I know I've tried it, it, but... like... I don't know. It was kind of bland, actually. But it was yeah. good in coffee. Yeah. But alone, kind of bland. Right, so this is good, but then when I throw in the honey, that's like... Oh, yeah, yeah. it off for me. 
Well, cool. So we'll get right into the questions, Mrs. Ruby. Yep. Tell us, what's your story? You can take that as recent or as far back as you'd like. Okay. Um, well, I'm born and raised in Austin, Texas. Um, A rare breed. The unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> sure you hear that all the time. Uh, born and raised in Austin, Texas, a fourth generation here. I uh, grew up in South Austin and uh, spent a lot of time in East Austin. My grandmother had a house in, has, still has a house in East Austin where we spent every summer. I actually went to Sanchez Elementary oh, cool. for first grade. Yeah. Wow. And so, and that's where I live now. I love East Austin and I want to raise my family there. And that's I awesome. like living next to the city, yeah. so I don't ever see myself living anywhere else other than East Austin. Roughly so really what, what neighborhood, what part? Um, we live on Riverview and Chacon, so okay. just right before the park. Yeah. And I love it. Extremely I, I, great location. It was the, the park was something I had to have mm. next to me. Yeah. So that was just, uh, that was like, I need to live by a park, because mm -hmm. running or taking the kids for a stroll. Yeah. It's just a must. And Ruby has so. two kids, one five? Um, one's four and a half, four and, and half. one is 13 months. All right. Yeah. So lots of strolls in the park. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. Awesome. It's like, yeah. And you can pretty much see downtown from there, right? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, from the roof, we can see downtown. Um, and it's just... All that great stuff going on. East 4th Street. Yeah. Like, man, I hope, so uh, much. Saltillo. Yeah. All of that it's just great my husband's building a showroom um, on this right a block from Satio so his office will be you know in the area and when he moved here it was like there's no way I am ever gonna be in traffic ever yeah. so, so it was East Austin was a good choice and this is actually our second home in East Austin so we okay. um, after we got married we moved here and we bought a house in East Austin I staged it it sold one day on the market, 20K oh. over. And then we moved to Montreal and then came back and bought another house here. So what, what made you go to Montreal and then come back? Uh, my husband's work. Okay. So he was in finance. Um, he's from Montreal, so he got a job opportunity there. It was supposed to be a two-year thing. We lasted a year. It was okay. really cool. And you're like, All right, <laughs> I'm from back. Texas. And uh, he had started the business here before he we moved. So he decided to come do this full time. Awesome. You said a showroom. What, what, what kind of showroom? Yes. So he does, um, his business is Haas Home Technology, mm -hmm. and it's luxury technology, smart homes. Oh, um, so he's cool. creating a showroom for his clients so that, you know, they have something to see of their work. Like it's going to have a theater and all of the all this stuff. So Awesome. Great. Yeah. Wow. Um, explain to us your transition in owning your business mm -hmm. uh, and what that first year looked like. Yes. So transitioning to owning my business, I stayed at home with my daughter for two years and I was ready to do something because I just, I like to work. Yeah. Um, I've attempted several, not several, maybe three businesses before this one. Didn't work out. Fourth time um, to charm. Fourth time to charm, <laughs> yes. This one worked. It stuck. Um, I always knew I wanted to own a business. Um, being an entrepreneur, I always had ideas. Sometimes they stick, sometimes they don't. I think it's really about timing and what you're putting into it. Mm -hmm. So when this came, 
my friend Matt, who's a realtor, uh, he was like, I will give you all of my listings if you become a stager. I was like, okay, sure, because I had a background in fashion design, so okay. he, it kind of re related. And so he gave me my first consultation, and then I staged a home a week after that, and then after that I staged a million dollar home. So it just kind of went from there. I was like, okay, this is what I'm doing. So I transitioned to this business. I grew it. I decided on a name. Um, and I've worked on it every single day since then because I just love it. And yeah. if you continue to give something attention and grow it, it, it will happen. It's and interesting because just knowing you a bit, we took bold together. Yeah, yeah. Like, it seems like it fits you well. You say, like, you're starting other things, but I feel like this is, like, you. You know, I don't know what yeah, else you're into it's, like that. It is. It's weird because I, I tried other things that I wanted to do. Fashion design, that's what I thought I wanted to do, okay. but it didn't, didn't work for some reason. It, this just clicked. It but just your worked. interests were all in design of some sort. Right, okay. yeah. Yeah, Whether totally. Whether home or, or fashion, okay. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. Cool. And, um... So yeah, I, and I, I just loved it, I, the creative aspect of it. Um, and then also, I mean, owning a business like you guys know, especially your market, you have to hustle. Yeah. You have to go and get people, which is precisely why I did Bold, which is how I met both of you. For those yeah. of you that you know? don't know, Bold is a real estate specific class for realtors. Well. Yes right. and no. no. Anyone can do it, which well. is why Ruby did it. Um, so there's been... An affiliate. You could be an affiliate of some sort. Yeah, yeah, and it is more so related to real estate, although there are people that come in there that own lawnmower businesses or like, you know, stagers. Mm -hmm. We have uh, accountants. We have different people that go in there because it's more of just a overall personal growth training um, that is a little bit tailored mm -hmm. towards realtors. But yes, we, we met there, was it two, three years ago? I can't remember. Yeah, it was like, yeah, I think it was three years ago because, uh -huh. yeah, then I was pregnant and then had the baby, so I haven't been back. But it was the best thing I, I've ever done for my career. Awesome. I mean, really. But I mean, that and that was totally, you know, putting myself out there. Yeah. And... I was shy and nervous. I was, with, you know, a stager with a room full of realtors, and it was almost like, well, what are you doing here? Yeah. Well, this is what I'm doing here. This is what I do. You know, having to just tell people, meet mm -hmm. people, and kind of just put yourself out there is what you got to do. I think it's crazy that there aren't other stagers that are doing it. I mean, yeah. that's the perfect place for you to be. Uh, yeah, was that's like, your clientele. I mean, all the totally. Are I'm in, yeah. a, I was like, how? I was like, this is like, Genius, because I'm in a room with a hundred realtors every Thursday, and yep. for seven weeks specifically, I work yep. with closely. You know, right? And yeah. it was awesome because I am still know a lot of them, became mm -hmm. friends with a lot of people, and I'm just like like you guys. Like I still know you guys and see you, talk to you guys quite often. You know, and I do that with a lot of other people from that class, and it's just so cool to me that all of that stemmed from. Bold. And not to mention, I mean, the personal growth that you have within Bold, if you really yes. like yes. Know, drink the Kool-Aid, it's some pretty powerful stuff that oh, you can Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's very motivating, and it's so true. Like You've got to make your phone calls. Yeah, yeah. You have to. I remember, actually, because we were in a group together. Yeah. Right? And I remember just, like, 
some of the, because I think you were maybe a year after I started, and so you were kind of just getting started, yep. and you're like, yeah, I'm just, and then we did a listing, I had a listing that you came in stage for me on um, Southside 04, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just remember you were like, kind of struggling, but also like excited and figuring yeah. it out, <laughs> and then it just seemed like a year after that, it was like, blew up, you know? Yeah. Vaso Spaces took off. Vazo, yep, Vazo Spaces. It just seeing you on uh, the Austin Modern Home Tour. Yes, like super soon after we met. That was yeah. That was um, during that was during Bold. I got that gig. Oh my, that's crazy. And that was that right there was like okay, like what I'm doing is like something like it's working. People are responding to it and they like it, which is well. Yeah, there's cool. There's only about 16 houses on the Modern Home Tour. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and there, you got to do one of them. Yeah. That's yeah. big. That's awesome. That's I really cool. That. Yeah. 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 That and then and this year I'm staging a home for the AIA Home Tour, mm. which is What's that? really cool. It's a yeah. architecture. They like off uh in uh art art uh institute art. I don't know. I have to look it up. Architectural Austin. Institute of America. Maybe yes, that's Let's it. There that. you go. Yeah, I have to look it up. I just know it's AIA, yeah. and it's a, a an architect that I really, really love, and I think his work is amazing. Mark Odom. I don't know if you've heard him. He. Hmm. See any houses that we might know in in Austin? Mm, I don't know of any sure. houses, but he's the one that did the plier plant. Um, torchies, some torchies tacos and. This house is just amazing. Uh, the builder on it, Doug Cameron, is amazing. Um, two, two people that I really look up to in their work. Um, I'm assuming this is craft. a high-end home in yeah. 04? Or uh, this is in 04, so it's um, just south of Riverside. Okay, so for those who are not so, familiar with, with Austin zip codes, 04 is kind of the hottest area just south of the river. You can see downtown from it. It's got all the cool spots. So this house. When is that? When is that tour? AIA. Um. Well, it's not. It just finished actually, but it's again next year. We're staging next month for pictures for submission. Awesome. Yeah. So that's um, that is really cool to me because it's just such an amazing house, and these guys put so much thought into it and. Yeah. To have me go in there and stage it and to meet Mark Odom and it's just cool. So so it sounds like getting started, one, you had already formed some relationships to kind of get you get hit the ground running when you started. Right. I then, kinda contacted anyone and <clears throat> everyone that I knew that was a realtor. I was yeah. like, Okay, who can who do I know that's a realtor at yeah. this current moment? And I called them all. I Took some of them to lunch that would come meet me to lunch, had mm-hmm. coffee, just gave them my business card, explained to them what I was doing, and that's how I started with my clients. And, and then, then once you exhausted that, you jumped into something to help you grow that network in bold. Correct. Other, yes. Yep. Awesome. So then so then when I did that, I was getting started getting calls like word of mouth. So most of my business has grown word of mouth. And then I had uh, like Jaina Love call me, and I started doing business with her, and we yeah. were still doing business together, and she's amazing. And then <clears throat> Bold, she kind of was like, I asked her, I was like, do you think I should do Bold? She's like, 
yes. Yeah. If you're in bold, everyone will think you're a baller. I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm doing it. Like, yeah. I'm going to do bold. So I, I it's the best investment I've spent in this business. I mean, it was just so great. When was it that you actually felt like, okay, I can do this full time and it's going to pay me a salary uh, and a life worth living? Like, yeah, um, I would say my second year of business, uh, I that's good. Or a- after actually, after I had my son, I took a month off with him, and I was just I I, I tell my husband like when the day I got home from the hospital, I don't think I've ever sat <laughs> since then because I've been. I so remember busy. we did a staging. So, I think it was the day you had him. Or something and oh you were, yeah yeah and you like texted me <laughs> she texted me and you're like yeah. oh I just had my son today but, but a hours ago yeah. my my other she has an my employee Lauren, now yeah. Lauren is gonna take care of this for you I'm like get off your damn phone <laughs> what the hell what the heck <laughs> I, know. I know I mean it when you own a business work doesn't stop I mean it's it doesn't stop and I I love it and I I, so. it's like oh yeah don't worry I had a baby but I'm still gonna your house is gonna be taken <laughs> care of <laughs> so and then you get help you get leverage and now you yeah. have Lauren and yep yep I have Lauren and Brandon and Sarah um, oh, wow. with with helping me with my books and um, yeah you created a team of yeah. people and it's becomes very helpful um but yeah yeah so I can't remember what you're saying oh so I so to be the able to do this year. full time it just I would say my second year after my son was born I realized that okay I my daughter goes to school I needed a full-time nanny for my son because I have to work full-time now yeah because this is what I, my job has come to mm-hmm. so Overtime, all the time. Overtime, all the time. And it's funny because my biz- my husband's a business owner too. And oh, wow. when we both get kind of stressful, you know, yeah. I'm like, sometimes at one point I was like, wait a minute, what am I doing? I'm supposed to be doing this job. My job is supposed to be fun. Like I'm doing this for fun, not going crazy, like trying to be the best in the entire world. You know, it's like, right. I need to chill and calm down. Like, what am I doing? But I always go back to that crazy mode. I just want more and more, and I want to see how far I can take it, how much I can grow, and how big it can get. It just keeps going back to that. So I don't think this is definitely not just for fun (laughs) anymore. Yeah. You're into it. Yeah. Yep. So how has this changed your life, and uh, what are some major golden nuggets you've gotten? along the way Mm, how is this uh you know it has changed my life definitely i feel like um you know just having to be held accountable for my product and what i'm putting out there and you know this is what i do and i want my clients to be happy and feel like the money that they've spent that they really got what they invested in Okay. Um, so being held accountable and, you know, just taking responsibility to a whole other level, always having to be on top of it, uh, it's changed a lot since I pride myself in, you know, being on time, being there for my clients, you know, being responsible and 
uh, and they depend on me. So that has definitely changed okay. a lot. Who, who's helped you uh, keep keep your accountability? Do you have any? My husband, okay. for sure. Yeah. He has been definitely the biggest. Uh, he's coached me in the business side a lot. Because he's been in business for a, a long he's, time? He's been, the, well, actually, this or? business is five years old, okay. but um, he's studied his master's in finance. He was, uh, you know, finance guy, and he's been coaching me on the business aspect of it, you know, all yeah. the financials, which is very important, mm -hmm. very important. And um, numbers. that keeps me in line. He keeps me in line, you know, and when I first started, he's very real with me too. When I first started, I would, and I wouldn't get a job, I would cry. <laughs> it would make me sad. It was like, it just, I just didn't know. It was like, why didn't they choose me? Like, why, what, you know, what did I, what, what can I do differently? Like, it would make me really upset. And mm -hmm. he was just like, look, if you're going to cry in business, like, then do something else. And I was like, there's oh. no crying in business. <laughs> like, That's spoken so like, like a true husband. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I'm like, okay. He's like, you're not always going to get the job. He's like, you've got to move on. He's like, do it, you know, figure out why and then move on and do it better the next time. So I'm like, okay. So, um, like so now yeah. it's just when I don't get a job, it's not, I mean, it's, yeah, it still kind of burns, but it's, uh, I'm so busy now that it's almost like, okay, that wasn't meant to be. It's okay. I can focus now on, on what I'm doing. Currently. Well, I'll say too, I don't think I've necessarily cried, although there have been times when I didn't get listings or didn't get, you know, or, or got, you know, fired from something. Mm -hmm. um, it's on a couple random occasions for something that was like it was like I think even one time I emailed at midnight uh, oh. and, and just so that they can see it when they first woke up you right know? yeah and I remember emailing saying you know I want to make sure that they get it when they wake up and when they received it in the morning I got a long email like I can't believe you sent this at midnight blah 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 like and it turns out you know they they let me go because I they thought that I was, you know, I shouldn't have been right communicating at that time of night. They don't realize that you work around the clock, yeah, and not was, just nine to five. And right, and I'm, you know, I'm very respectful of people's time because I want people to respect my time. Mm -hmm. uh, I was just making sure that they saw that important information when they first got up. Right. They looked at it wrong, and I got fired from it. And I just remember being so hard on myself, and like, I can't, you know, what the heck did I do? The, the reality is, you're just not going to appeal to everyone, and everyone's yeah. not your customer. A client, and that's fine. Um, yeah, but it's it it burns. It does. Sting. It's uh, I I was eight months pregnant, and I didn't get this job that I really wanted. Mm -hmm. And I was so bummed out about it. And I called the realtor because it was her and investor that made the decision. I asked yeah. her, and I was like, "Why? Like, I it? hope you don't mind me asking. Like, I just want to know why, just so I can." To do better going forward. And yeah. She was straight up with me, which I appreciate from people. It's like, yeah. thank you for letting me know that. So she said it was, he went with someone else because their, basically their presentation was more professional. Okay. Looking. And I was like, and I, and, and I was like, okay, yeah, I get it. Like all my, my documents and stuff is something I like created super fast when I yeah. started and never. I haven't circled. updated or anything. Yeah. yeah. 
I redid everything. Yeah. I was like, yeah. no way will this ever happen again. I redid everything. And uh, I was like, no, everything needs to look perfect. And that's when it started to become more of a brand, uh -huh. you know, instead of just a business. It's like I'm Love that. branding this. Well, now. like you said, figure out why, move on, and then do it better the next time. Yes. And especially interior design or staging, you have to... Not only does your photos and your things have to look great, but so does your presentation, right? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And usually, you know, it's like, you know, I can go in and talk to people and that usually kind of takes over like, okay, so she has a, a document that doesn't look so great, but I liked her. So I'll go with her. And I'm like, that yeah. didn't happen this time. Yeah. So, but it's okay. But I, I learn, you know, you learn and you grow and these are, this is how you grow. So, uh, there's no, there's no easy. You know, way. almost the same thing happened to me one time. I had a, a, one of my first listing appointments ever. And my presentation was something I just kind of slapped together <laughs> on a, on a PDF yeah. or a, a PowerPoint. And I asked the guy for feedback, and he said the same thing. And I was like, well, time to change this up. Mm -hmm, right away. Yeah, mm -hmm. Feedback is definitely one of the most helpful. Yeah, But you got to be willing to be vulnerable. You do. Take that. You do. Because sometimes you're, like, offended by what oh, they're saying. Yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. really? Darn. But, but deep down, you know. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah. they're, they're, they're right. right. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you know, they, they're just, their perception of that was off. Or right, not. true. And sometimes, you know, I need to change something. So, um, I know I was that day when I had that I was like darn it like I was eight months pregnant I thought I was trying to dress cute as much as I could and <laughs> I ended up like you know I was like oh I'm sure it's fine if I wear flip-flops and I was like darn it was it really the flip-flops yeah, no <laughs> like, yeah. I was like it was yeah it was all of it it was the whole like he was probably like, no, it just wasn't working that day for me. <laughs> Sometimes you get off days, yeah. So yep. this is one of the questions we originally had, but now I'm curious. When you first started, mm -hmm. did you start with a few tiny pieces of furniture, a few things that you had just bought, rented, and then now where are you at? So when I first, my first staging, I um, actually called another stager. Valerie, who owns Elite Austin, and she was so cool. She um, I was like, do you rent out furniture to other stagers? And she was like, normally no, but I mean, we could try it out. And so she let me borrow, um, or I rented the furniture from her for the staging, which was really cool. Yeah. And then I, I quickly realized, like, okay, I need to I need to invest in furniture yeah. and pieces. So every job I did, I would buy furniture. Mm -hmm. So for the first year, all of my earnings went to buying furniture for yep. stagings. And so I kept doing that and doing that. Um, I say the first year, I'm still doing it, you know, because you always have to replenish your inventory. And, and now I have a lot nicer things than when I was first starting. Um, but I'm, yeah, so I, I, I started with maybe, oh, I started with nothing. And then I went, got, had one home, and then I did two homes, you know, and now mm -hmm. I have like 15 homes. Wow. So you have a warehouse? Like, what do you I have? have I have, I have like four storage units, but I'm, I'm moving to a storage facility, and then a lot of items are moving to San Antonio because I'm going to start doing Airbnbs. 
So okay. they're going to San Antonio. Oh, nice. So I'm doing San Antonio, wow. Houston, <laughs> and Austin now. Yeah. Dang, I didn't realize you were outside of, of Austin it already. It just, just happened like a couple of months ago. This Just, uh, just curious here. So mm -hmm. the Airbnb piece, um, what does that look like? If somebody has the Airbnb listing and they want to... Uh, did you rent them the furniture or do you... So in this work? situation, um, the guy that I'm working with, I staged his home. That's how I met him. Mm. I staged his home and he called and he was like, hey, I'm, I'm doing some Airbnbs, probably like 16 next year. Do you want to stage them and just like help me with this? I was like, yeah, let's do it. And mm. so um, to be fair... I was like, well, let's not rent because that would be silly to rent. I mean, because it needs to stay there. So I'm selling okay. it to him. I'm okay. picking out the pieces for him and it's going to stay there. Just like it's going to live there. House. I was going to say, yeah, okay. you probably also, I mean, that's a lot of wear and tear, right? If you're, if yes, people stay. It is. It is a lot of wear and tear. And it's just, like I, I said, I, I like to be very fair with people I work with and it's, it's like that's not going to be worth, yeah. You know, renting for long term. Yeah, gotcha. So let's just we'll sell it. I'll stage it, and then we'll move on to the next one. Okay. So a few more cool. questions for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What's what's the ultimate goal for the business? What do you envision for five, ten years down the road? Five or ten years down the road, I would like to. <clears throat> after I'm a little bit more established in the staging world, I would like to you know, write a book for other home stagers coming on. Okay. Um, because I feel like my path has been uh, a lot of trial and error and to learn, and I feel like I could teach a lot of other people who are interested in home staging um, kind of the ways around it. Uh, so I would like to do that five, ten years from now, maybe uh, hold some seminars. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, I would like to um, continue with my interior design and start designing home goods, um, creating a brand and... Yeah. Um, Going, that's the level I would like to. Wow. Where'd you exactly. come up with the Vazo spaces, by the way? Vazo is um, my Last maiden name. name, which is Cavazos. Uh, oh. It was spelled Cavazo back in the day. Okay. And so I got Vazo from that because I, you know, wanted something that was mine. You know, yeah. like, I always love my last name, but you know, married and changed my name, and so Vazo, and then Spaces was just a more modern word for interiors. I think it sounds awesome. It sounds like it's, it's, cool. it's rooted in something like, you know, of course yeah. it's rooted in your name, yeah. but it sounds like it's like, yeah. I don't know, like a Spanish but, flair on a yep. vase or something. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Um, this is one of my favorite questions. Where do you either get your inspiration from, mm -hmm. do you have any people you look up to, it could be authors, uh, television personalities, YouTube stars, anybody that gives Family you insight. Members, whoever. Yeah. And why. Um, and why. And why, yeah. <laughs> this is gonna sound so cheesy. So. Love it, lay it on. Oh my God. Everyone always says that. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so, no, it really is. It was like such a cool thing to say. So, I, <laughs> TV, I don't watch much TV, so I, and I don't read any books because I don't have time. And I, so I, I, I'm like totally out of the like inspiration other than like looking through Instagram, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I do have someone like an idol, like that I just think is so amazing. And this is going to sound so cheesy, but J-Lo 
is okay. my idol. <laughs> Dang, right. that's so cheesy. But what? seriously, she she's is. She's got style. She's, she's amazing. She's Latina. I am too. She's, um, you know, a rags to riches kind of story. Yeah, she's from the block. made her way yeah. and she's, she's worked her ass off. Can I say ass? Yes. She's worked her <laughs> ass off. Um, she is just uh, doing it all and looks amazing while she's doing it. And I just think that hard work and And she has a brand her, too, right? Gets I mean, her there. Oh yeah, she's like the first one that started her perfume and clothing like yeah. before anyone else did and like capitalized on that. We actually so, are, are influenced by JLo as well. Are you? Yeah, we, we go to a gym that uh, her and Mr. Rodriguez, yeah, no? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, they're they're a part of Equinox. No, right? No, dude. It, no. Is it true fusion? True fusion. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't know why. You gotta trust me on this one, man. <laughs> sure. Okay. Yes, dude. Okay. Well, we do go. If we're not, fusion. fact check it. Okay. And shout yeah. out to Jeremy for being on the show. True Fusion owner here in Austin. Really cool gym. We got a killer booty workout last night. Kettle booty. Nice. Kettle booty, yeah. yeah. Stuff. I'm still sore. I'm very it's sore. hard to sit down. <laughs> yeah. So, My brother calls me because he went to, oh, the yeah. first time. Yeah. He called me this morning. I was going to be sitting in my truck driving all day, so I thought I'd be fine. But it's hard for me to even sit down in the oh, truck. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow. So when are you going to meet J-Lo? How I don't know. I'm, 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 I want to do her house. Yeah. I mean, sh oh. shoot, that would be cool. Hopefully no, we inspire you to we'll reach out to yeah. your house. Yeah. yeah, no, that, uh, so, I mean, yeah, so her and, um, you know, even my, like, my niece, uh, Isabella, I think, like, she's also an inspiration because she is, like, she, she's just a very hard worker and she, she just has that in her. She's, you know, graduated top 2% of her class. She's, wow. uh, now she's a, uh, she was a captain of her high steppers and now she's, um, uh, Palm Squad at UT and she you know they have to try out every week yeah. to dance there and she makes it every week she's at the top of her class she's like always focused on being better and doing really great at what she's what she does like her craft yeah. and it's so inspirational I'm like god how do you I mean I was not like that when I was in high school it's yeah. kind of like party you know <laughs> oh. I don't want to study but I'd love to yeah. hear that, like, adults can lean on, you know, their nieces, nephews, sons for the inspiration, yeah. too. Yeah. It doesn't have to be the other way around. And I'm right. sure she's looking up at you saying the same thing. Like, she started this awesome business and, you know. Yeah, it's, and she, she I mean, I remember when she was a little girl, uh, you know, she was like seven or eight. She was, she loved me. She, she was yeah. like always like wanting to be with me in my room and hang out and, I'm just so proud of her and what she's done, and and I, it's totally inspiring. I mean, I'm like, gosh, she has got it together yeah. at such a young age. I'm like, where is she going to be ten years from now? It's amazing. So awesome. it's uh, I think it's super super important, and just um, I think with any business, like we were talking about exercise, I also yeah. think like exercise is so important to i mean it just clarity yeah keeping um, your head on straight clarity yes clarity keeping your head on straight making you feel good uh those endorphins you know it just 
it, to me, it's like when I'm not exercising, I know like that's when things, things start to slipping. Yes. Yeah. When I start exercising again and I'm really focused on it, everything changes. Everything. I'm into that. So just, it's yeah, just finished so a book. important. Um, he was talking about the seven pillars mm-hmm. of of like our operation, what keeps us going, and if one of them slips, uh, fitness being one of them, then everything else will. It's yeah. hard to have every all the other six at 100 percent if one of them is, is failing. Yes. What yeah. book is that? Uh, best, I think it's called Best Self. Okay. It's, it's by this um, this <clears throat> life coach that's on Dr. Phil. He True. wrote it. Yeah. After uh, my second child, <clears throat> I, of course, you know, you gain weight when you get pregnant. With, with my first one, I didn't as much because I worked out and I ate healthy. But the second one, I didn't. I was Is that on a common a, thing? I feel like I've heard that. I don't know. <laughs> but I was like, that. I was on a Chick-fil-A diet. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and uh, I was, I don't know why I did that. But so afterwards, I was just like, oh my gosh, I have to work so hard. I was like, I'm never going to look back the way I did. I just, I'm not. Like, this is the way I look now. And there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, it was just having that extra weight felt like it was literally weighing me down. I just didn't feel comfortable. You weren't used to that. I wasn't used to that at all. I, I just, I've always been, I've always exercised. I've always, you know, I like eating healthy and just feeling like that. And then my business, I just, I was very, it makes me unhappy mm-hmm. and kind of makes me like, you know, you get down, you know, get the blues and you're just like, oh, I just, you just don't feel good. And you don't feel confident. And I mm-hmm. feel like with this type of job, you need to be confident. Oh, yeah. And so I was like, okay, I, you know, no excuses, have to do something about this. So of course, like start exercising like crazy, um, eating healthy, you know, I started running again and that just changes everything. Yeah. I mean, it completely changes everything. Not only do you lose weight, you know, you're you're getting stronger, you feel stronger, you're gaining muscle, Confidence, you know, like you said, you're, yeah. yeah, and eating healthy too. I think it's like, if I eat bad, I feel bad. Yeah. Mm. When I eat great, I feel amazing mm-hmm. and I don't feel sluggish and tired. You know, it's like, Carbs and sugar are the worst for me. Like it just makes me feel terrible. Mm-hmm. So staying away from carbs and sugar is refined sugar, at least, um, is so helpful for me. And staying active and having that um, exercise to turn to when you're stressed with business. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. When you're not sure about something. When you're just down or whatever start running exercise and it will just completely change the mood and give you clarity like you will start thinking clearly about your actions oh oh legree legree tell us about because that's is that still part of your life or no okay i switched you switched i do well i always run so that's always there Mm. um but now i was i'm doing kickboxing oh right at knockout which i love um it's fun and just get in there and do your thing. Yeah. It's it's cool. It's I think classes like that are nice because it's easy to connect with people. It is. Although I would say I am not a social person when I work I, out. Like I, I cannot. Well, that's the thing about those classes too is it forces you to be dialed in for the yes. 45 minutes or hour, however long well, it is. Right. And there's no stopping. Whereas if you're doing it on your own, 
it's easy to kind of oh, be like, yes. oh, let me check my phone. Yeah, yes. you, kind of get out of like, you don't even take your phone in there. Yeah. You have a bag, it's dark, and you're just doing you're your thing. For it, yeah. And that's what I like with running, too. It's like I put my earphones on and I run. Like, I can't really run with people because I don't like to talk while I run. And I just don't like to, I'm not a social workout person. Like, yeah. I like to go in and get in the zone and do it and push myself, but I cannot. Yeah. Um, I, it can't be a social thing for me because, I gotcha. or else it, I won't go to the limit, you know? Yeah. So it's, uh, and even though you're not socializing, talking to people, you're still connecting with them in a sense of like, we're all here to get out of here. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, hey, so nice kids. Right. 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 Yeah. And you, <laughs> I mean, you, you like talk before and after class. Yeah. But like high in, fives in between. Right. Like, exactly. Yeah. That's cool. Just that small little, yeah. High five can be a catalyst. Whereas if you're going to another type of gym, you're in, you check in and then you check out. And that's right. what, and that's I mean that's the reason why we're doing True Fusion a few times a week. You know yeah. whatever it, is, it doesn't matter what you do as long as you're consistent with it. Uh, true. But it is cool to have true. some variety in there. And that uh, consistency. Let's talk about that a little bit. So uh, with my business being consistent with working on it every day has allowed me to be better and better at it. You know there's never a day in the past three years where I have not worked on my business. Mm -hmm. I work on it every single day yeah. in some way. So, and so being consistent with anything in your life will for sure help that, whatever it is to grow and become the Hallelujah. best Success of it. is embedded in routine. Absolutely, yes. So, so Absolutely. real quick, if someone wanted to fix up their space, mm -hmm. but don't have, they don't have a lot of money, mm -hmm. What do you suggest to them? Where do they start? Um, and are there maybe places that you would go for cheaper things that they can get? But maybe even before that, what do you what do you say to them? So I am a, such a true believer that you you can definitely spruce up your place on a budget, like just like with clothes. You know, you can look nice. And you can still shop at Target. It's the way you wear it, you know? Yeah. You know, it's how you wear it, not, you know, what you wear. And I think it's the same for your house. If you know how to style a home, you can get, like, something really cute from Target. If you just know how to style it with the colors and mm -hmm. the textures and the bedding, you know, and all of that. So, like, maybe a fabric piece with the wood piece and a leather piece. Things like that. So, you can definitely bargain mm -hmm. shop, but you have to be on the lookout. So, I would say Target... Um, even Craigslist, um, Facebook Marketplace. I mean, there's some definitely some options out there to 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 get a look that you want on a budget. But I think what you need to do in order to do that is have something in mind, have a look in mind, and try to recreate that in your own way, in your own you know style. Okay. Yeah, and even and even before that, a little bit is like. Before you even go buy anything, it's decluttering, right? It's like oh yeah, for sure, decluttering, getting rid of the things that just aren't working in your space. Um, maybe you like it, but what you're going for has nothing to do with this one chair, you know. So it's yeah, yeah. like time to let it go, get rid of it. It's not working. Being open to to letting go of things yeah. that are holding you down, and 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 less is more too. Less is always more. Amen. So the less things you have in your house, the less unorganized you're going to feel, you know. It's going to be easier to keep your house tidy. It's mm -hmm. going to be easier to pick it up because you don't have a lot of stuff just 
cluttering your house, making it messy, you know, and we all get busy. So organization with our items is essential. So also finding pieces that are functional. Yeah. It's, you've, you've helped us with the consultations before mm -hmm. and typically when we go to list a, a house, you know, get ready, clean it all up, get it as neutral as we can, then take the photos. And so Ruby will come in and just first declutter, like, hey, go room yes. by room, take some of this away, here's, you know, here's some ideas here with what you have already as opposed to spending any extra money. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing mm -hmm. how a place can change just by taking mm -hmm. all this clutter yes. off the walls and yes. you know, taking these stickers down from the refrigerator and, and just making it fresh. Yeah. I mean, oftentimes we don't even use furniture. We just say, hey, let's make, make do with what you have. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and you can totally do that and getting rid of the clutter, um, maybe just a fresh eye and yeah. rearranging. It doesn't take much, actually. Uh, you said wood piece, leather piece, fabric. fabric. Well, do you care elaborate on that? Do you put them all together and what, what is that? <laughs> Just... So, sometimes maybe. Huh? When I think right. of like a living room, mm -hmm. uh, I usually like a leather sofa because if you're going to invest in a sofa, it should be leather because it will last. Oh, a really long time. Golden okay. nugget. And right, then yeah. um, side tables, I like either wood or marble mm. top. And then for an accent chair, I prefer a fabric accent chair if you have a leather couch. Not so the le so the leathers aren't competing against each other. So yeah. the fabric chair, leather couch, a wood. Um, coffee table or marble coffee table. So the different textures See, and elements awesome. and then <laughs> even like as far as the pillows on the couch, on the leather couch, they could be some sort of texture like a, like a rough uh, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, linen or something like that. This makes me really happy to hear because I have a fabric couch. Yeah. I have a leather chair. Oh, perfect. Yeah. See? And I have a table that's wood. It's a uh, West Elm that comes up, but yeah. it also has oh, a, yeah, marble, a marble piece on it. Oh, there you go. Yeah. See? So that was luck. Dude, <laughs> I just slapped it all together. <laughs> and I'm sure it looks great, right? I think so. I think yeah. so. I'm sure it, it does. It does look great. Thanks, man. Yes. So cool. That's awesome. We have a fun game Greg is going to introduce. Ooh. Yeah, quick draw game. Okay. Well, I've got a few questions here. We're going to run down the list and uh, yeah, just whatever comes to mind first. You ready? see what your style is like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. Ready? Mid-century or contemporary? Ooh, mid-century. Light or dark cabinets? Dark. But not brown. Okay. Okay. Uh, quartz or granite? Quartz. Gold or platinum? Brass. Ooh. I knew it. Gold or brushed nickel? Brushed nickel. Dark wood or light wood? Depends. Depends. I knew one of those depends would come out. <laughs> if it's a if it's an oak wood, I like it to be light. I love dark wood, but it's not practical because you see everything on it yes. and it scratches easily. So. Uh huh. Good, great tips. Brick or stone? Mm, right now, I'm really really into brick. Me too. I just did a brick wall accent. 
Wood accent or brick wall accent? It's <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. You can brick. tell me like brick, brick wall. Uh, shiplap, yes or no? Nah. Oh. Sorry. You think, you think that Over that's, it. that's okay? It's just kind of a phase or what? I just saw um, a construction with shiplap. Hey, some of them look good. Yeah, no, I think it looks great. It does. Um, I just kind of, I'm just a little bit over the, it, it, it's kind of associated a lot with the modern farmhouse. Yeah. Which I'm a little bit uh, just over. Gotcha. But I mm. think shiplap is a really, it does look great. I just, yeah, I can do without it. particular style. Okay. Last question, or no. not last question, second to last question. To stage or not to stage? To stage. Always stage. What's the percentage of increase on prices that you can typically get, I mean, on average for a house? I mean, percentage? If there is one. Mm. I would say definitely you could do like 10, 10, 10 to 20% increase. On increase. You can, that's crazy. And I know that there's a statistic out there uh, by the National Association of Realtors that only about 16% of people can see um, uh, can see beyond what they see that day. So they, don't, they have the eye right. for it. Whereas majority of the people cannot. Um, Jeez. Which shows 16. that you yeah. need to have that thing ready to go. Because the majority of the people are not going to see. A lot of people are visual. So when they come in a house that's not staged and it's got a... They feel like it's too small. Non-traditional, like, setup. You know, the complete open floor plan. Yeah. It's not, like, a huge space. Or, like, where where does this go? Where am I going to put the couch? Where does the, the dining table go? And yeah. they just can't really figure it out because it's not a traditional space. It's not what they're used to growing up with, seeing, you know, their right. parents' house or whatever. So when you stage a house and you set it up and make the space functional for that area um you know they come in they see it done so they already know okay this is how it's gonna look they want to come in the house knowing how it can possibly look for them too awesome. so for sure stage cool super important last one leather or fabric mm. <laughs> depends 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 right. on what right depends where, where it goes yeah what furniture piece yeah. Exactly. Got it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And now we have oh yeah the weekly brew, which today Ruby is gonna from share, Fox Five share oh, yeah. Ruby us the news. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> We've got some real estate news for you today because Austin Board of Realtors just released their monthly report of market statistics for the Austin market. The October report is out, and would you believe me if I told you it was another record-setting month? You better believe it. Home sales increased 14.5% year-over-year, which might be surprising since inventory is at an all-time low. Mm. The median sales price in the city of Austin rose to $405,000, the highest median for any October on record. Now, more than ever, Austin needs to figure out its affordability crisis. If this trend continues with rising prices, extreme low inventory, what do you guys think the effects will be in the ATX? Goodness. So, in terms of months of inventory, I, I think 
don't quote me on this, but we're about 2.3 months of inventory, yeah. meaning if all new homes, nothing else was put on the market, how long would it take to run out of inventory? And it would take about 2.3 months. Mm. A balanced market is six months of inventory. Mm. We're well below balanced market, meaning we are still in the seller's market. Big time. Which the only thing that can tell you is that at the moment, prices are going to still continue to rise. And although interest rates are very, very good right now and mm -hmm. it's a great time to buy, you know, it's not a better time to buy in terms of in terms of affordability. Mm -hmm. So Austin either expands and we're supposed to double in size by 2040. Yeah. Um, but we're going to keep on ticking up in price until yeah. until this inventory changes and houses don't sell as high. So yeah, which I don't see happening anytime soon. And Austin it's is expanding. There's tons of new businesses coming left and right. Growing, uh, East Austin's booming. I mean, they're building everywhere. Uh, it's the place to be, and it's a successful city, and everyone wants to be here. It's, it's, I don't see it going down anytime so soon. And yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking about. I can't help but to compare it like cities like Sacramento and New York, where they're not really even scratching the surface as far as prices go compared to those. Right. True, exactly. And we have yes. the majority of the amenities that they have to offer. Yeah. That's why they're all here now. Mm -hmm. You know, they can afford mm -hmm. for what they're paying in their house. There's their pretty decent house over there. They can afford a really great value. Big time. Great location. And they're coming. Nice size house. They're, oh yeah. They are coming. I have people calling from New York, from Vancouver, from Detroit, random places. Huh that are buying things here, they'll say, hey, find me some things. Once we get a list of five to 10 places, I'll come in for the weekend. We'll take a look and then we'll make a decision on something to buy and hold. Boom. That's what's happening. Yeah. Like, yeah. I literally, am, I have some in Vancouver coming up next week. Put it up top. Yeah, yeah that's pretty awesome. Pretty crazy. <laughs> this is the place to be, but anyhow, interesting. We'll see how, how affordable it stays. Uh, and at the time, for the time being, you know, we're still, uh, I guess below those crazy markets. So, mm -hmm. yeah. all right. Well, folks, thanks for tuning in to today's podcast with Ruby Cloutier, and we trust that you are inspired to the moon and beyond. Remember to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you're tuning in from. We'd love a five star rating. And be sure to check us out on Instagram at What's Brewing ATX, as well as follow Ruby at Vaso underscore spaces or at Ruby Cloutier. Until next time, ATX. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.